You are listening to the podcast To Be Single or Not To Be by Shanna Montana, a podcast where we talk about the single life, dating, and relationships so you can make a decision at the end of each episode to be single or not to be. So today you are being brought just a bonus episode based on a recent topic that I saw on social media. And I felt like it was really important to be able to touch on that in relation to what we talk about on this podcast, and especially when it comes to gender roles and things of that nature. So the post reads, as a woman, it is your job to feed your man, even if it means waking up at 3 a.m. to cook. If you don't, you will risk losing him and will only have yourself to blame, period. So... Let that sink in and I'm going to read it one more time. As a woman, it is your job to feed your man, even if it means waking up at 3 a.m. to cook. If you don't, you will risk losing him and will only have yourself to blame, period. So the post, in my opinion, implies that if you don't cook for your man upon demand, you will lose him and it will be your fault. So in Candy's voice, the lies, the lies, the lies. Now, the lies. It is no way, shape, or form that a hot eat or a cold treat on this earth will stop a man from cheating or leaving you if that is what he desires to do. Now, I definitely feel there are always extenuating circumstances to apply, but we are not talking about that right now. So, I feel that, you know, the kitchen closes when my eyes do. I think it would be absurd for a man to have the expectation or for you to set it that you should wake up at any day, time, shape, form, whatever to cook for him, especially at three o'clock in the morning. Now, when it comes to extenuating circumstances, I think if you're returning from work or you're leaving for work, your food, in my opinion, would be waiting. If I'm going to be that person that's going to be cooking for you, then I wouldn't have to wake up because your food is going to be there and we're already going to have that expectation. But if you're just up and you randomly want something to eat at 3 a.m. and you think that it is okay to come and tap on my shoulder and if I don't get up to cook for you, then you are going to leave me, then sis has really got things twisted because it was no way that you and I were supposed to be together or that this relationship really was built on anything other than something superficial if a meal is going to be the determining factor on if this relationship is going to last or not. So I think that What's most crazy and wild is that as women, we sometimes create this imaginary list of things and this imaginary narrative of things that we can do to keep a man when it is so true that you are in not you are not in control of that. If a man wants to be with you, there is nothing you can do to keep him away. And if he wants to leave, there is nothing you can do to get him to stay. And I want you to always remember that because I believe that, yes, ultimately, Everybody has roles within a relationship, but I think that when we come down to it and we think if we cook, if we clean, if we make Thanksgiving dinner every day, if we look a certain way, if we get our bodies done, if we wear our hair a certain way, if we go to the gym, we drink our water, we raise the kids a certain way, we always look beautiful, we wake up looking like Whitley Gilbert, you know, at 3 a.m. in the morning, then that is going to be the key to success in keeping our man. And that is completely absurd. If you are in a situation where you have to do all of those things in order to keep your man around, then that relationship is going nowhere really, really fast. So I think that it's so important in these situations that before you get into a relationship or of course a marriage, that you have to know your partner and you have to have healthy boundaries and expectations of the relationship set 
so that when a request like this is made, it does not cause a tiff between the two of you. I think that when it comes to healthy boundaries, you have to be able to say, okay, these are the lines, these are the rules and regulations for what we expect from one another. And you have to have certain expectations in place based on that. But I think it's most important for you to have those conversations to set those expectations based on what is happening between you and that person. You cannot look at what has happened in the past, look at what your mom did, your grandparents did, what your friends next door are doing, because that's not your situation. Everybody is in a unique situation and you have to look at it as such. I know once my bishop talked about how he's a pastor, of course, and he has multiple churches and businesses that he runs and his wife is a doctor. So he grew up in a household where his mom was a teacher and his dad was a janitor. So the same expectations that that teacher and janitor had are not going to be the same for him and his wife because in their fields, they cannot expect for the wife to be home every day, cooking and cleaning, beating him home, having dinner ready every single time for him when that's not the life that they live. And I think that you really have to take everything into consideration that back in the day, quote unquote, most times the wife was just at home being a homemaker or a housewife and the man was going out to get the money. But this day and age, you have it where man and wife both have careers. They're both raising the children. Children are involved in extracurricular activities. Wives are out here changing their own tires, changing their own oil, doing the same thing sometimes that a man would do. A man has a role that he has to fulfill. A wife has one that she has to fulfill or a man or, or woman if you're in a relationship. So the point I'm making is that the roles are completely different than from what they were in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, even the 90s. We are now in 2019, so you cannot say, well, this is what my father did or this is what my mother did. No, no, no. You have to be able to create your own new and healthy boundaries and expectations so that when you get into your situation, your relationship, your marriage, you know exactly what you all are doing is working for you and no one else. So I think it's imperative that you set those things and have those conversations so that you don't wind up having to tweet something like this. I'm sure she tweeted that at three o'clock in the morning. I didn't really look at the sign. But it also mentions on that post, she said that she mentioned it as a job, that it's your job to do these things. And I don't know about calling anything or any person a job that I am not on payroll for. I have a quote unquote nine to five, and that is my career. That is my job. That's what pays me. That's what pays my bills. So that is work that I am required to put in on a daily basis. And also, especially if I'm a girlfriend, because a girlfriend and a wife, in my opinion, the roles come with different duties and responsibilities and obligations. And a man is not an animal or an object that you have to clock in and out of to maintain. He is a human being. So if he's one that respects you and knows the boundaries and expectations that you guys have set up, requests like this should not be happening. But I think we have to look at it like, you know, a man or a relationship, I know that it is work. The work can be fun if you want it to be, if you talk about the right things, if you both want to be in that relationship, if you both want to be in that marriage, it can be fun work. It can be hard work at times, but ultimately I do not look at it like a job because I look at a job. I'm fortunate that in my career, I actually enjoy what it is that I do, but I still don't look at a relationship that I would enter into the same thing as in my career. They are two completely different things and we cannot combine them as such because again, I'm not getting paid to be with you and I'm damn sure not getting paid to cook that meal for you at 3 a.m. So I think you have to look at all of those things, but I think that also, you know, for me to be up cooking a meal for somebody or ordering a meal at 3 a.m., it's going to be contingent upon the fact that me and my man both have our silly asses up at 3 a.m. and we both are hungry and we both have made a decision that we both need to eat. So how are we going to do this? Am I going to go in there and cook? Are you going to cook something? Are we going to get in the car and go get something? Because I can tell you 
that if he is standing alone in that request, not a pan nor a pot, not a fork nor a knife will be lifted up by Shannon Montana. If he's thinking that I'm going to roll over off of my shoulder, you know, and go in the kitchen and make something at 3 a.m. So I think that if those are the rules and regulations for being with any man, I do not want nor need you. So good riddance, good night, and please lock the door behind you when you leave because unless it is extenuating circumstances that we talked about earlier to make this happen, it is not a job nor an obligation or something that I want to be a part of. I'm like Sister Jordan Woods. I do not want your situation if that is it. So I think that, you know, in general, if we take the time out of the situation, take the 3 a.m. time away. I think every couple could be okay with creating a schedule or an option of what works for them. Like I talked about earlier when it comes to cooking, because some people do enjoy it more than others. I know people who really enjoy cooking. They cook out of love. I don't know if that love is going to show up at 3 a.m. It's probably going to show up a lot better at 3 p.m. But I think that you have to take that into consideration as well because you can't force traditional things on people at untraditional hours. So I think that if you are going to be in a relationship, if you're going to be in a courtship, if you're going to be in a marriage, that you have to be able to view everything and talk about these things before you enter that relationship or marriage. You have to talk about who's going to cook, who's going to clean. What's our schedule going to be like? You know, there are a lot of things. And of course, in future episodes, we are going to deep dive into those things. But the healthy boundaries and expectations are the way that you avoid getting into situations like this where they are not going to work in anybody's favor in the long run. Because I think for me, because I'm not a fan of getting up at 3 a.m. to cook, if I did, I'm not going to be cooking with love. I'm probably going to burn whatever I'm cooking. You're probably not even going to enjoy it. You would have been better off going to get some food from somewhere else. So... That is my stance on it all. But I also wanted to share, I had the privilege of placing this on my Facebook page today and feel free to follow on Instagram and Facebook at Shanna Montana. And I wanted to get some feedback from some of the listeners. And so I want to read some and kind of speak to it. So one of the listeners stated, if you don't work and don't have kids, why not? But if you work as well and or have children, cooking should be an equal opportunity chore. I agree. Unless one of you can't cook for whatever reason. In that case, both of you should make sure there's food you can pop in the microwave like TV dinner. So I think it goes both ways. I think that, yeah, if you don't work and you don't have kids, why not? You know, you probably are going to have a lot more time on your hands. If you are a housewife, you're kind of expected to do those things. So I could sort of view it that way, but I still think that I value my sleep more than waking up at that time and that there are going to be some things in the fridge like a TV dinner that you can pop in the microwave or a few, or there'll probably be some leftovers because I did cook the day before, but for you to just tap me on my shoulder all willy nilly. No, no, no. But I like that idea. You know, I think that it is an equal opportunity chore. I have a friend who says that with her and her husband, she feels like if I'm in the kitchen cooking, you need to be up doing something. If I'm cleaning, you need to be up doing something. There's no way I'm going to be in here cooking, cleaning, doing whatever. And you're on the couch with your feet kicked up crossed unbothered and I completely agree with that so I think that when it comes to things in the relationship that there are equal opportunities for everybody to feel like they're doing their fair share of work so another one posted at 3 a.m question mark the expectation is unreasonable if you do it fine but it shouldn't be expected and I agree with that I think that you know like I said baby my eyes close when the kitchen does if you wake up at 3 a.m and returning from work your meal may be in the fridge or the white microwave but if you're just up at 3 a.m and want to eat you may be leaving to go cheat and you won't do so on a full stomach for me so <laughs> and that goes to something else another person posted she said 
And I quote, girl, you can feed him a Thanksgiving meal every day and he will still leave you. And so I think that I saw that in some posts that, you know, food is not going to keep a man there. So you definitely cannot count on that. And I never would. Someone else stated, I don't mind cooking. I think two of the listeners posted something similar about, I don't mind cooking. My pleasure. But I'm not obligated, and especially not at 3 a.m. By not obligated, I mean, if I don't feel like cooking, cool, we'll find something. So someone's, I'm sorry, I can't read that. I've been sick. I've seen women cooking because their spouse would be mad. So what they were trying to say, I'm sorry, sometimes it's a rule. I've seen women cooking because sometimes their spouse would be mad. I cook out of love and will do it regularly. But if I don't, it shouldn't be a problem. So I agree with that. Again, it's so clear that you have to have the correct expectations and boundaries in relationships because I think that that should not be a rule. Like a rule? We are not in kindergarten. A rule for me to cook? And even if we do expect, okay, if I say I'm going to cook two or three times a week and if I, if I happen not to, that he's mad. That's the kind of stuff you see on Lifetime movies. And in my opinion, it's something deeper going on there that I I don't want any parts of anyway. So the last one was a really different perspective that I liked. She said, this may be a different perspective, but my husband would be pissed if I got up and did cook for him at 3 a.m. He is odd. He tells me don't do everything he asks because it makes him think I am weak. He will ask to see how I respond and say something like, you know better to tell me hell no. He says, I know how to cook if I'm hungry, so you bet not get up. And I think that that is a very different perspective of a man that values and appreciates that woman and knows that he has a woman, if he asks her to do something for him, she'll gladly do it. But he also values her enough to know that some things aren't reasonable and you don't have to do what I can do myself. And I'm sure they're able to find a healthy compromise there. So I think that, you know, that is a really great perspective to have. And it sounds like there are some healthy boundaries and expectations there. So I just want to say overall, if you are in a relationship that you have to think about all these things and you have to be aware of who you are dealing with, if you are with a man that once you get up in three at 3 a.m. and cook for him on a regular basis, get out, my opinion. But if you're in a situation and you have different circumstances and it just so happens that you may have to prepare a meal at three o'clock or some other odd hour, if that works for you guys, may the power be with you. With the stands from Shannon Montana, is I ain't cooking at three o'clock for nobody. So if that means I got to wait a little bit longer for my man, so be it. To be single or not to be. Until next time, bye. Bye.